Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Weird Things Podcast. I'm Andrew Maine, and joining me is Mr. Justin Robert Young. Hi, gang. The owner and trainer of the Rape Ape, Brian Brushwood. <laughs> oh, man, are we stuck on the Rape Ape? Hello, America, and the whole <laughs> world. Well, there we go. Uh, whoever had under 30 seconds in the bring up the term Rape Ape in their <laughs> office pools, please collect your winnings. I just think that, you know, when I hear about people who we've got a couple of listeners who've told us that they listen to this podcast before they go to sleep at night. And if they weren't having screwed up dreams before. (laughs) We would like to disclaim all liability for any dreams involving rapes and or apes. And remember, one of our first ones we ever talked about was, uh, you know, night murder or like murdering your loved one in your sleep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Where I was, I was a mass murderer in my sleep. I woke up. I awoke. Was. Yeah, <laughs> quote yeah, unquote. We, we can't see you doing the air quotes, but we know they're there. Exactly. Yeah. This is like its own CSI Miami <laughs> episode where I leave all these hints in my podcast. I I literally did do air quotes as I said. That. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm like doing that. And you get a little air quotes. I'm like he can see me. <laughs> I got one of those laptop computers from that school district where they watch. The Holy kids. cow! Could you believe that? That's some dark 1984 stuff. That's that's what we call some no, pervy pervy yeah, principal I was stuff. Say, yeah, that's some that's some late nineties pervert. Oh wow, you can do this stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, but enough about that. We have uh, <laughs> enough enough about the real life horrors of our yeah. of our day and age. Let's oh, talk about some other stuff. We're I don't think we're gonna go quite as dark as we did before, and that's not me trying to set this up to then go into some weird dark place. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Next up, Brian, you're eating yeah. your children uh, again. Yeah. We, we're, we're going to do maybe kind of a little rapid fire here with some stuff that was sent in to us. Sweet. So we, we got some uh, we got some comments here. And I got, this was one that we got a while back, and uh, <laughs> somebody sent like three scenarios, and they said, please don't re- respond. And okay. I'm like, okay. It's like, you know, I broke into this house. I'm using this email, and... <laughs> And uh, just I'll be listening to the podcast. Which, which, I don't know. By what the, the way, deal is. am I mistaken here? But like these came in unsolicited. Like literally, uh, un- people listen to the show. No, 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 no. We asked. We oh, okay. asked All for, right. for okay, emails uh, in one of the first few ones. Yeah, they're quite welcome. Actually, very, very quite welcome. Yeah. So let me let me start with this. So uh, this is kind of a cool one, and uh, the question comes from I don't know if this person wants to be mentioned or not. So I'm not going to mention them. But uh, you know who you are. First scenario. Start off with Brian. You wake up one morning to find yourself the last and only person on earth. Cars are idling in the middle of the streets. It seems that in the middle of the night, everyone just disappeared. What do you do? First? I mean, I, first of all, the clothes are coming off, and I'm just going to run around <laughs> and just do everything. What a that's... bizarre man you are. No, I'm just saying, like, what an opportunity, right? It's like it's like everything that was inappropriate your entire life along to do. There's nobody there to judge you. Just go go a little nutty. Well, like, there are, there are more than just social compunctions that clothes Justin. serve a, a useful purpose well, for. Well, no, but, but see, I'm in Texas, and you're in Florida. You should know better. Tell me if I, you could, if you I, could I, walk I, around I just the mall. Love I just love the idea that the thing in the back of Brian's mind at all times is this growling voice going to have to wear these clothes. <laughs> yeah, you know? I know. And, and you know, that, that like, uh, you know, did somebody say, hey, did you get that update? And he said, what, can we, did you say, can we get naked now? 
No, yeah. no, no. Yeah. No, this is not like... Well, it's, like it's like Brian Brian lists through the happiest moments of his life, like the birth of his kids, his marriage to Bonnie, and it's all just with the caveat, the big fat asterisk, like, and if it weren't for those pants, it would have been perfect. <laughs> no. Well, think about it. At most of those moments, somebody wasn't wearing pants. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what it is? It's like, it's like, this is an opportunity where it's like, what can you do now that you never could have gotten away with before? And it's like, that's, that's certainly something I could not have gotten away with before. Four. Open up the window and the blinds for that internet porn. That's right. <laughs> Very loudly shout your, your pleasure and joy. Exactly. You're, you're playing redtube.com on a local arena jumbotron screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you go into Yankee Stadium and just pull on <laughs> full on porn and play an Xbox 360. I, yeah. For some reason, I just got a vision of a, a, a jaunty Brian, a pantsless Brian Brushwood walking the country like, like, uh, like Johnny Appleseed looking for various stadiums to jerk off at. Looking, looking for all kinds of monuments to defile. Like I, I'm riding, I'm riding, uh, uh, you know, Abraham Lincoln statue like a pony. Like yeehaw! You're, you're, you're like some now. some bizarre mm. teen sex comedy version of The Road. Just... <laughs> yes. Yeah, so well, that's... more like some more bizarre solo internet video version of The Road. <laughs> the, you know, the, the, the Road via chat roulette. Yeah. Oh, you no, beat the, me to the, the chat thing, roulette reference. The thing, I'm so the, thing that'll get, the thing that'll get you kicked off from being a VJ at MTV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but but seriously, uh, that that is the first thing that pops into my mind. Uh, I guess survival after that, and then and then I I would go a little bit crazy and invent. I would do the total Wilson thing, you know, from Castaway. I'd 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 make up invisible friends and tell stories, uh, because I'm just gonna assume like literally if everyone's gone, ain't no making no babies, and that's the end of it. So so you you've given up. You give up immediately on finding other people. Well, yeah, you're I not mean, you're not going in. You're you're not setting up the radio transmission like Rousseau on Lost or anything. No, no, no. Listen, if if there is someone else alive, the best way for them to discover that there's somebody besides them alive is for him to discover him <laughs> running around naked is in that, Yankee Stadium. Is that somebody has paused a pornographic DVD <laughs> in Reliance Stadium That's in right. Houston. Exactly. Yeah, because it's like, Brian, actually there is some rationality to that believe it or not. And that is figure out the most humiliating, embarrassing thing you could publicly do. And that's when other people are going to show oh, up. Oh, you know what? You're right. That's, <laughs> the, the, you the, the stadium's going to be littered with, with Kleenexes. <laughs> <laughs> just crying <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> Long come two really attractive, the most attractive women left. They're going to come in. They're going to walk, walk up the little steps up At, to the top. And they're going to look down and just see the seat. Like, wow, is, is that I? I no, those are Kleenexes. What's yeah. that in the middle? What's that pale thing in the middle of it that's furious? And like <laughs> on the screen is like the most embarrassing, like you know, like scat <laughs> porn or something. Oh, good lord! And you're and like just all the, there, there's crunching on spent the stadium napkins, yeah, and your, you know, your like, hair oh, is, well, you're, that's. You're, you're just that, like some wild man, and like they just they think that you're just some zombie or something. So they're, they're getting a sniper rifle ready to kill <laughs> They're like, but wow, you'll, you'll die happy. Yeah. So the, the hallways are smeared smeared with mustard, and I hope that's mayonnaise. <laughs> and that's how I die after the apocalypse. How about you, oh. Justin? <laughs> Next question. By the way, this is Justin's cue to be like, whenever you guys drag me out onto the limb, kinking and screaming, that's what it's like. Drag you. Like, yeah, that's what like you, Justin's you, you, next you response. Jauntily dance naked out there. <laughs> no, seriously. But it's you, like, you, you macarena all the way out on that limb. Just I'm like, bits Brian, and jiggling. Brian, we're, we're, we're sitting under the tree to do this thing. You don't have to climb up the tree and walk out on that limb, really. But, it's not but necessary. But the point is, it's like you wait until I say something like that. <laughs> then like, you always bust out like the most sensible reaction. And then the flip side is when I give her 
sensible response. You're just like, well, how boring, Brian. <laughs> I'm on to boring. your tricks. <laughs> Woke up rapid fire, Magic Genie. Starting to you, Justin. He grants you three wishes, excluding the wish for more wishes. What do you wish for? Well, so if it's not for more wishes, then I'm going to go with the, the next best thing, which is an unending supply of money. All right. Um, yeah, and, and obviously, you know, the big caveat there is that, you know, that'll come with some sort of unintended consequences, but I'm just going to bet on the idea that I'll always be able to outspend my way out of any problem. That there's always going to be enough money to kind of grease the so, wheels. So you're not at all worried about, like, you're spending all the money and, like, P.S., it's all counterfeit. You forgot to mention that. Yeah, I will assume it's not a vindictive genie, although there was, like, a, a after-school special thing or something I remember watching where it's, like, a kid wished for all the money in the world, right? And, yeah. And, like, all the money in the world ended up in his barn. And, like, everybody's like, listen, kid, we need the money. <laughs> <You know? laughs> there is, there is no economy now. services. Yeah, there is no economy now. You understand that? And like people are like, oh, let's invent new money. And so somebody would draw something on a piece of paper, like, this is not money. And then you'd get no, let me let me buy that cup of coffee from you. And then the, that the bill would fly into the barn, you know. See oh, that's, as soon as it became that's money. Where I think <laughs> once once you got like that barn full of money though, like then you just take the buyout. You just say, you know, like, hey, listen. I was talking to some crazy ass genie, and all of a sudden there were stacks of all the money in the world in my barn. I'm happy to give it back at a very reasonable price of twelve oh, million like, dollars a year. They'll be like a genie, eh? That's a Middle Eastern magical character, isn't it, eh? Right, right, yeah. <laughs> we'll sort this problem. out in Guantanamo. <laughs> How do you explain the genie thing to anyone else? <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. no matter no matter what, yeah. like you know, there's going to be some sort of mystical prowess if all of a sudden every bit of money in the world ended up physically in my barn. Yeah, I, I can just see, uh, you know, Fox News and. In the MSNBC, just going right towards the genie hypothesis. <laughs> they show a picture of Justin with that big terrace beard he's got, and they're like, he "Oh my claims god, yeah. it was a genie! Genie, a genie did this!" Exactly. All of a sudden, it's just all of the worst of the NSFW photoshops are just you know the file photos. Uh, <laughs> all right, Brian, you, what kind of wishes do you want? Uh, let me tell you, dude. Uh, the shortcut. There's one of those moments when it's like once you read something, you can't unthink it, you can't unread it. And uh, uh, Pendulette in in their, their book, uh, How to Play in Traffic, just put this bizarre essay about a a network administrator who has a a penchant for cleaning old. Uh, archaeological finds and he ends up rubbing on a lamp and it turns out to be a genie and the genie you know like you know just like da da three wishes but it's like one of those vindictive malicious genies right. and the first question he asked it broke it for me because i just don't know how to get around this his first wish was for the genie himself to act as a good faith advisor by <laughs> which he would take uh, pendulette's own best interests in or whoever the main character was to you know basically advocate for his side and then they, uh, he asked a series of questions about the rules and what could and couldn't be done uh to be honest like now now in this story he used it as a way to get an infinite number of wishes but to be honest i would sacrifice one third of all my wishes just to have the advice of somebody who's watched it all go wrong yeah yeah that's the thing very that's a good call. call. That's a really good call. Very nerdy call. But oh, yeah. you know what? Actually, yeah. better yet, I would just wish for all the money in the world to be in my barn. Now that I think all about right. it. All right, <laughs> yeah. Justin. Uh, what, our second wish. Yeah, second <laughs> wish. Second wish. All right. Um, 
Oh man, I don't know. Like really, like to me, like to be honest with you, like Dude, I would take the one wish I'd ask for money, money, and then I would sit on the other two because I would wait. Because like I don't want to go like on on in moment zero, burn yeah. through all my wishes. I want to wait and see. Good you know, call. eventually everything yeah. starts going wrong. What if there's a time? By the way, everybody you know has cancer. <laughs> yeah. See, I want to. I want to be able to. You know, just by the way, make it rain cancer cures. It seems to me though, it's like uh, what's the, what's the it's the money, the women, and the power, right? What else is there? Well, I, you know, superpowers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, there's super money, super women, and superpowers. That's what I would wish for. I, I'd be like, yeah, I'd, I'd be like, I'd like. I mean, superpowers are the first one. I'll bank the other two, you know, and then. Yeah, I'm I'm way I'm way into hoarding these wishes. Yeah. Now, Besides what? the fact that then the genie hangs out a little bit. I mean, the genie would be kind of a cool guy to talk to. Even have, if he's trying have to you seen, you constantly. Have you, have you seen Aladdin? <laughs> Yeah, he's stealing all your yeah, he's stealing all your jokes, you know. Unfortunately, the the genie is actually Robin Williams, and you have to sit with Robin Williams all day long, every day. And then at some point, it was like, you know what? Just don't worry about those last two wishes. Just yeah. just yeah. GTFO, man. Get out of here. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, third one, rapid fire. Uh, you wake up one day and find that you are invisible. You can't move things. You can't be heard, and you can walk through solid objects as and if you're you married d- to Brian Brush. <laughs> yeah, well, oh my God. well it, wait, wait <laughs> for it. Wait, it's as if it existed. As you look through your house as if it never existed, what would be different? <laughs> well, Justin and Bonnie are in bed together. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Remind me to never let Bonnie ever listen to this show. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, so I guess the the prop the the proposition is that what you never existed, or that suddenly you're a ghost. Uh, well, I, is, is is this the "It's a Wonderful Life" conundrum? I, I guess what this person wants to find out is like basically assume you never existed, but you were to go look at everything around you, what would be different? You know what? Actually, I kind of want to go, and, and this is up to you, uh, Andrew. But I kind of want to do the whole question of "It's a Wonderful Life." Like, sure. if if you had that opportunity to see the world as it existed. If you were never born, would you would you look in there? Would you be because on the one hand, it's like, oh, sure. Yeah, it'd be real interesting. But it's like you can't unsee whatever it is you saw. And like the world could be like an amazingly better place. Like, let's say, oh, my God, this is what I know for a fact that happens. Like, I'm going to find out that that kid that I picked on in third grade would have been president. Oh, cured cancer, president, you know, invented nanotech, (laughs) you know, greatest guy ever, you know. Like, and but you I walk around it. and literally every loved one you've ever known has a far better life than they have now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Or, or what if, what uh, if like, like literally, what if you bullied as a child the kid who cracked the energy code, who literally all of a sudden it's free energy for everyone and everything changes. All of the economy is different now because of, of the discovery of this kid. Like Instead at that of killing point, him, killing him when Exxon paid me off to do that. Right, Is it right. <laughs> when 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 the future the future Exxon executives yeah. stepped through the portal and paid you a shiny nickel to punch that kid in the head. So here's <laughs> here's the question, right? So you go, and it turns out that you not existing is the greatest thing to ever happen to humanity. Like at that point, do you? Do you just quietly slink back to your life, or do you, or do you yeah. accept? No, I'll I'll tell you what, guys, and this is actually, I mean, if, if everybody wants to, who's listening to this podcast for a while, the biggest blow up that we actually got Brian a little butt hurt was, you know, the whole like we're so insignificant in the history of of the universe or in the concept of the universe that aliens wouldn't even bother paying attention to us. That's how I kind of feel on this. If I were to look into a universe without Justin Robert Young, I'm just, yeah, I wouldn't even be interested because I'm just. 
I'm positive that would be boring. Like, I mean, like, what have I done? Like, there's, there's. Well, literally... we're, we're taking that to the to the to almost to the negative extreme. Right, right. We're, the, we're, the we would be happy. What you've done positive. The question is, is whose life did you screw up for the rest of us? Or even because yeah, like, I mean... we haven't we haven't committed genocide that anybody can prove. So <laughs> like if, we, if, we, the three of us is what you're trying to say. It, it's a, it's a low self-esteem thing more than anything else, Justin. It, no, it, I know. Well, that, but that's the thing is I think like, even no matter what, like, uh, and maybe I'm completely wrong on this, but I just think, kind of think it's overstated to think that we could be, you know, massively different for anything. You know, the kids that were going to get bullied, were probably going to get bullied anyway. Cause they were dweebs. No, 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 but, 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 but seriously, let's say, let's say maybe even not even, it's really, it's really even funny with the, the, the three of us, you know, just big alpha males. Like, yeah, well, the kids we picked on in grade school. <laughs> oh, there was a pecking order. My friend, I wasn't at the top of it, but it certainly wasn't at the bottom of it. <laughs> well, or, or like, what about, what about like, um, uh, like you talk to the kid who was gonna assassinate, you know, Osama bin Laden, and you talked him talked out him of out it. of joining the Marines. Exactly, exactly <laughs> right. And so, and so they'll now, never accept you, pencil neck. Yeah. <laughs> like, like my question is, like, is there some kind of great good that could have been if you never lived? That if you saw that world, you would say, you know what? Can we just run with this, and I'll just be dead now? Uh yeah, far better version of myself would say yes to that. <laughs> the version of you that would exist if you were never born. Would yeah, say that. The, the, the 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 greedy, selfish me that I am. Not exactly. Not yeah, Andrew. Andrew's last words are, "Well, sucks to be us." As he hits the button that takes him back <laughs> yeah. to his universe. Yeah. I mean, what do you do when you come back? I mean, outside of drink heavily until you're dead. See, I don't, I don't know. Like, because maybe it's just the fact that I think that they're. Are, there are always infinite universes, so like there's always going to be some. What universe. about in a universe where there aren't? <laughs> well, then like, <laughs> where there aren't infinite universes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I just think yeah. If, if we're ripping a hole in in whatever, and like we find a universe where literally things have gone the absolute best that they could have gone without us, that we for some reason were the piece of grime that held the wheels of society back from fully clicking, like. Oh well, who cares? <laughs> Whatever. Like, I don't live there. There's an infinite number of other universes. I mean, that would anyway. be like going like like when you were a kid and you went to another town and there was a water park that you really loved and you're like, man, it'd be great to live next to that water park. But we don't. So boo, you know, whatever. We like, that's just not where we live. So boo. You, you heard it here, Andrew. According to Justin, it's like, what does it matter? It's the same as having a water park next to your town. Basically, Save that's how I would look at it. Uh, Justin actually grew up in a place where there used to be a water park not too far from. Actually, <laughs> two. He used to he grew up where his house was. There were there used to be two water parks. Absolutely, a smaller one, a larger, and then they both like by the time he was able to walk, were gone. Brian, I want you to imagine that. Let's say in 2028, singularity happens. Ah, that's too e- soon. Everyone goes too soon with that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, all I right. Swear to God, I, I swear to God, if we talk for 45 minutes about the singularity, I will cut it down to two. Minutes. No, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> I know you have the final editorial night, but 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 this isn't about the singularity. My complaint in general is any kind of future scenario. People always put it too soon, man. It's like it's like uh, 2028 would be the dif- distance from what 1992 to now. It's like that's that's we're not going to hit the singularity in that time. But but anyway, but but for sake of argument, yes, that happens. 
Are you finished? I'm, I am done. I am done. I, I wanted to have you alive when this took place, but no, we'll forget that. Okay. okay. Justin. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that was the whole purpose of that promo. Um, it's going to happen March 2nd, 2028, just so you know. Okay. <laughs> okay. March 2nd. All right. And when the revolution comes, you will not be on the sacred <laughs> scrolls. Yeah. Anyhow, can I get to my point? Because it's not about the singularity, all right? By okay, the way, go, I'm, totally go, picturing, go, go. I'm totally picturing it being, you know, all of a sudden, it smash cuts to, to March 2nd, 2028. Andrew is there in white robes, surrounded by a council of <laughs> elders. <laughs> and I'm just like, hey, man, it's the singularity is here. We're all alive. And he's just like, do you remember this moment? And then this comes <laughs> back to me. And I'm like, damn it. Uh, I, I uh, March gonna happen so anyhow uh my point is it's not a singularity thing all right so anybody else who doesn't want to hear singing don't don't turn it off <laughs> all right just trying to give us a context uh and, and from the point of view that like you have like a mortal life okay you know we can we can back up your brain and all that onto a little chip in the back of your head it gets stored to the cloud we're constantly updating it you know we're using a some sort of tri-hemispherical software update so you know the real you is going to be we don't we're not worried about the real you or anything like that with me yes okay you're an entertainer uh, in you know in theory theory. at least (laughs) 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 it kills me that you couldn't even say that with a straight face literally you just tried to use the word entertainer it's the same thing so it's like i'm like yeah i guess nominally um so Let's imagine a scenario where it's like, remember how awesome the internet was in the 1990s? Oh, totally. Okay. Yeah, it's like that times a million because everything exceeds our sensory expectations. You know, we, we, we're just so immersed with everything, content, everything else like that, that, and prices of everything just drop. They just plummet to next to nothing, okay? Which is good and it's bad. The, the good is, you know, nobody's starving anymore. Nobody gets sick anymore, which is great. The bad part of it is, is nobody has a job anymore. Yeah, because what's the point, right? Yeah, there's, well, it's not, yeah, you know, what do you, you know, what what value, you know, you can't make anything because everything's, can't, you know, again, people listening, this isn't a prediction. I'm just creating a scenario. Okay? No, yeah, people listening, this is definitely a prediction to which he yeah, will be totally. held accountable on March Absolutely. 2nd, 2028. <laughs> yeah. So, economy plummets, Okay. Nobody, you know, people, there are no colleges anymore. Everybody's just studying at home, right? So there's no college entertainers, okay? Can't sell DVDs. There's just no market. Nobody wants to buy anything. Everybody just wants to bit torn everything else like that, okay? There's no, what do you, what do you do? What do you do for money? I become the plaything of the wealthy, and I offer shows for one person at a time who's willing to feed me ramen noodles. All right, well, here's where we're going with this, Brian. Uh Uh-oh. That was the wrong answer, wasn't it? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is that that eccentric billionaires music? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Uh, Trillionaires. Uh, So at this point, Larry Page, Eric Schmidt, Sergey Brin, all these, the people that have money, they're just more and more wealthy. You know, it's it's, it's a, you know, 0.0001% are fantastically wealthy. The rest of us are just... We're poor, but materially, you wouldn't know it. Somebody coming yeah. from the 20th century would think we're wealthy, but we're, like, we're poor. We own nothing, okay? Yeah. Right. These guys have decided that, you know what? They want to keep it real. Real real experiences is really where it's at, okay? Warts and, and all. Like, yeah, I mean, you can go online. You can play World of Warcraft. You can do all this stuff, but what they want is they, they want some real stuff. So they build themselves a coliseum. Yes. And they decide, you know what? 
you know, it's not really immoral to do gladiator games now because, well, you know. No one ever dies, right? Yeah, I mean, you die in the ring, but, I mean, they can bring you back. You By know, the way, I'm later. so glad that we're only going to gladiatorial combat because I was convinced you were going to say, like, they build this coliseum and then they just tell Brian that everyone on Earth has vanished and then they just watch <laughs> to see what happens. <laughs> it could be that, too. Uh, would, would you consider it? <laughs> what, 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 gladiating? Yeah. Um, well, dude, if I got nothing, then yes. I mean, I'm sure in the past, back when this was a real, not a hypothetical, but an actual very real, you know, kill people for money thing, then they're playing. Heck, that's what, that's what football players do. They trade their, they, they destroy their bodies, you know, to do this virtual chess game for the amusement of the masses. So I'm going to say they're doing it and they're getting paid and I'll do it. Yeah, I'll get paid. Sure. Yeah, but they're. They're not getting decapitated on the field. Uh, no, not all at once, but they blow out their knee. Well, they, yeah, they, they also have no guarantee that this is gonna, you know, be repaired. Like they, they are, they are destroying their their last physical presence. Yeah, I, I understand that, but it's a kind of it's a matter of degrees. A guy that works on an assembly line, hunched over one, you know, thing, knows he's gonna get a skull. You know, coal miners know they're gonna get black lung. You know, this is yeah. most of the world makes that choice in some degree. You know, us. Middle class America don't normally do that, but most of the world kind of is is put into that sort of decision where they're going to do something that's going to be, you know, you're going to work in some factory in Guangdong and you're going to breathe in hexane fumes or something like that. You know, that, that's the sad reality is that that still is real for most of the world is there's going to be some long term. The thing, one of the things that's if, you know, nature doesn't get you, it's going to be something from your job. The sad reality is that you were able to bust out Guangdong and Hexane in the same sentence, and I can't even... My first impulse is to run around naked when the world ends. <laughs> I made those things up. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, actually, I didn't, but that's not the point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I really am smart. Anyway, go yeah. ahead. So, so, but okay. And, and like, again, I, it, it's, it's, you know, I, I've never made that kind of... I mean, you know, the, the most dangerous thing I ever did like you was like, all right, I'm going to learn how to hammer a nail into my yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, and which really, in retrospect, was not the most bright thing I've ever done. No. Um, but the only thing less bright would be to explain how to do it to, to millions of teenagers. <laughs> uh, and But expressly tell them not to do it, though. Right, right. And <laughs> clearly be indicating how to do it. Yeah. Um, so anyhow, my point is, so that you would you do that? Would you when you is there is there a possibility in the future that right. the cost of human life to an extent declines? Uh, well, certainly when there's backups, the moment there's backups, then you got people lining up and they're willing to pay you for the privilege of being mauled by a lion just so they can know what it's like and then snap back to their backup. Sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turns out that, uh, that sucks. <laughs> but, but, but yeah. that's the kind well, of small Well, no, but then talk. again, like, so does like getting pushed out of a plane. You know, and people skydive. Right, exactly. That's that's what I'm suggesting is that is that the stakes will be upped and once all of a sudden just wait, 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 wait. Let's back up there, okay? When you get pushed out of the plane, the yeah. intended outcome is not hitting the ground. But you know what? It will be the moment that you have a backup and it becomes small talk at a party where you're like, yeah, oh, man, have you died yet? Oh, no, yeah. I'm too scared. I haven't died yet. Oh, man, you got to do it. It's unreal. No, I'm saying it's like I'm just like comparing to like to a present day scenario is that, you know, nobody jumps out of the airplane with the whole. No, 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 no. But yeah. you imperil yourself physically. Right. And, you know, and, and there, once, there, yeah, there, but getting eaten by a line, you're going to get eaten by a line. No, 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 not, yes, but, 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 but then your consciousness just snaps yeah. to the backup and it becomes small talk. It becomes oh, a it's, really it's a interesting pain. story it, it, at, at it the does, next party. It doesn't just snap back. 
Okay, so it's a pain in the butt snapback. Regardless, I mean, in fact, in fact, the more challenging you make it to snap back, the better the story becomes for small talk. <laughs> and there will always be a certain number of people that will do it and even pay for the privilege of doing it just to say they've done it. And oh my God, are they going to be so annoying? They're going to be those guys with dreadlocks <laughs> who hit on your girlfriend at the coffee shop. Like, they're going to be those guys. They're, they're going like, to be so stupid. They're going to lean I over hate them all, already. all sexily with their giant pectorals and say, Oh God, yeah. Your boy it's like, ever like been oh, eaten I met, by a I met John. I met John at the coffee bean. You know, he got mauled by a lion. Isn't that interesting? No, Who wanted to do in sort of an equality with nature thing? You know, yeah. what's it like to be the real topic? It's not right that we eat animals and we have an experience being eaten by an animal ourselves. Oh my! And they're not even gonna call it like dying. It's like, have you become one with Gaia? Oh. <laughs> have you, what, do you, have what, you, do you, what do you think of my hemp purse? <laughs> I just hope sure it's coughs. expensive. I hope it's so expensive that I don't have to meet a bunch of those guys. No, I think it's. I think it's the the option's gonna be is they're gonna have this this arena and it's gonna be like, hey, uh, it's gonna be like UFC, like UFC times a thousand. You know what it'll but be? But now, though? but it, now, like, so is Brian stepping in there? to bring some sort of great benefit to his family? Like, if he wins like a gladiator does, is his station elevated by the will of these plutocrats? Yeah, yeah, he's doing it for money. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm going to be like the... Uh, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna you, be like you the, just become a human battle bot. I'm, I'm going to be the, the, the future version of the movie The Wrestler, where it's like, I just sacrifice everything just for a few bucks, and I'm like, hey, that's right, I'm being eaten by a lion again. Uh, hey, do I get my 50, 50 virtual dollars? But let's say you can't. Let's say that the being relifed is a costly procedure you can't afford. Well, well, then obviously I don't get relifed, and that kind of sucks. In which it's case, I up my fees. How about that? But, so, but it's still an option to feed the family. You would consider it. Oh shoot, yeah. Look, man, it's like look. You're talking to a guy who physically breaks bricks over his head and gets concussions and sticks nails in his eyes and burns his lips repeatedly eating fire and and I mean there's and, okay. And, so you're saying you have poor judgment? Yes, Doc. yes, yes. <laughs> Well, and here's the thing is like, I'm not saying that, you know, I think by and large that the three of us are maybe more athletic than the average people who do podcasts on the internet, but like <laughs> uh, any of us are, you know, the apex of physical perfection to the point that we would be relied upon, if not bet on to win in any kind of game of physical, uh, you know, life or death gladiatorial. I'm scenario, sure they got right? classes. They got different classes. It's like you know, up next, what? Robert Scoble versus Brian Brushwood. You so know. could you take down Scoble? Oh, dude, you I can take, yeah, match take up? I could totally take down Scoble. <laughs> Unfortunately, like he tweet he tweets his followers, and then they all just hurl little darts at me from the from the audience. I'm like, no, I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, but you'd go out there, you'd have a shtick. Like, all right, what's your what's your gladiator persona? Uh, okay. I have like retarded hairstyle, right? Cause then I'll be memorable. <laughs> it's so different from yourself right now. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's like, uh, in the future, I mean, assuming I even, cause first of all, in this discussion, once you lose, you're dead, right? De dead for reals. Or, or you just like cripple your family financially, right? Ooh. Like maybe you put them into debt. Maybe you have to put one of your kids into slavery. Yes. You you bastards told me that this episode would not be about <laughs> dark decisions. Listen, with my listen, family. it's in the future, so she'll she'll be an adult. 
Yeah, yeah. I, that's not helping because now I'm. But just it'll sad. be sex slavery. But she'll be an adult. <laughs> oh my exactly, God. exactly. Don't worry, she'll be she'll she'll be kept very very safe in the harem of reincarnated Howard Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Rodman. <laughs> you know what? I don't know. I would have some kind of like. What, I'm trying to think of what would be like most terrifying to the people watching, and maybe my shtick would be refuses to do not resuscitate. Like I'll have DNR you know, tattooed on my chest and I'll be like, that's right. If I go down, it's for real. And of course it'll totally be a lie. If I actually go down, I get relifed and then it'll be magic and, ink. Yeah. 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 It'll be, it'll be like PR. I show up, I get relifed and they're all like, you said you wouldn't get relived. I was like, I don't see no contract. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a show kid. Yeah. yeah. Calm down. So you're, so you're willing to enter in that kind of combat knowing that it could put one of your children into slavery. I don't know about that. I'm, I'm if you I, get realized. I I like to be positive minded. I like to think that I'll probably win most, if not all, of my battles, and that uh, and that death will never actually occur to me personally ever. Well, I, I I'm back to the persona. So you walk out there, you get spiky hair. Shock. We'll have we'll build a helmet for you with like spikes like your hair. Yes, yes. And so all you walk the out, spikes like notch in, like they lock yeah, in. Yeah, it'll be like you walk out there with the helmet on, and they'll be like, yes, you know, here's Britannicus, right? Oh, you know okay. what? That, that would be like when I'm getting ready to do my final killing move, where I put on oh, no, the no, helmet. No, wait, and wait, I, wait, wait, wait. Oh, let me, oh go let ahead. Me, go ahead. Work this He's got all injuries for you, Brian. Come sorry. on. Let me, I gotta get the case. So, so we're gonna call you like Britannicus the Shwood. Okay. Yes. yes. So you storm out there. You've got the helmet with these big, huge spikes on it, right? You take the helmet off, and the hair is like perfectly spiked, like the helmet. Yes. And, the, and so you get the audience just like this. Ooh, that's cool. <laughs> okay. Then you breathe fire. Okay, randomly. No, you got to you, know, you just do the you know, to the crowd, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you know, it's the ballyhoo, you know, like hey, and that could be your killing blow is to actually go stand over your opponent and bring breathe fire on them. Man, this sounds awesome. I kind yeah. of want to go into the future. This March second, twenty twenty eight, right? Yeah. Did I mention you're castrated? Did I tell you that? Or no? <laughs> you know what? Okay. If I'm well, if I'm able to kill a man by breathing fire on him, I that you know, yeah. it's, I've had a good run. You know, let's yeah. let's give something up in order to get the other. I think we wanted the Photoshop of that. All right, Justin, your, your thoughts? Uh, do I enter myself in? Um, you know, uh, yeah, probably. You know, whatever. Like, I have I have nothing else. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I know. I was about to say, of all the reactions to this proposition, I could possibly imagine, yeah, whatever, it just didn't well, even because, make listen, a list. Well, because, listen, I don't know. It's just one of those things where right now everything's changed. There's no way to make a living. So if this is, you know, the thing to do, then this is the thing to do. Ladies like, and gentlemen, I don't have a, I don't have a family. Feast your get... eyes, center ring. <laughs> Justin, the meek-hearted. Yeah. <laughs> King of Apathia. Yeah. By the way, uh, he hails from the deep de desert sands of Arabia, or maybe Mexico, <laughs> or possibly Israel. Possibly We're not really sure. <laughs> Maybe we found him frozen in the ice. We're not quite sure. <laughs> By the way, in the movie, I totally see like whoever it is that's recruiting 
goes into some oh, it's bar. Me. I'm selling you guys into this and cutting a percentage off. Yeah, it. okay. So it's like like literally <laughs> like first I see I see dressed all in black. I see Andrew show up and tear me away from my family. Like, I'm sorry, kids, I've got to do this. They're like, no, Dad, we love you, even though we're Oh adults. no, I'm I'm gonna make it I'm gonna arrange this situation so you're gonna come to me and I'm gonna be there like, no, Brian, you can't do this. This isn't for you. <laughs> and and you suddenly have an Australian <laughs> accent. I was gonna say you almost sounded like you have an Australian <laughs> accent. <laughs> No, Brian, <laughs> you can't do it. Good day, mate. Shrimp on the barbie. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Brian, I'm, I'm, Brian, listen Brian, to me. You don't listen, need to do it. There's no what. Okay, I'm going to play by the like Guy Pierce or something. <laughs> but, then, but the point is, when you, when you recruit Justin, you walk in, and Justin's like, you know, he's at a bar. He's got 28 beers around him. You're like, listen. You're gonna go out there. People <laughs> well, remember, cheer. We're, this is the future we're poor. He's in Second Life. He's got 28 virtual beers around. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. He's <laughs> he's just sitting there pretending like he's an alcoholic. He can't actually actually afford <laughs> any <laughs> actual booze. Exactly. It's well, a, yeah. Andrew Andrew shows up and he's just like, you know, Justin. <laughs> I just came back from the gladiator pits, and I'm just like, what? You want me? Uh, you think a gladiator thing? All right. Yeah. No, I'm fine. Sure. Count me in. Whatever. <laughs> You see, Justin, there's a no, no, I'm in it. No, well, there's a there's, okay. no, literally, you can stop you, talking. You can make I'm, no, no it, I, I, I don't know what more you what, want. To what do you think of the accent, eh? <laughs> yeah, it's good. No, it works, it really works for you. It's kind of, it's an Aussie Nova Scotia thing. <laughs> All righty. Um, so thinking, and this is this is um, the next topic is actually going to segue back into something. Good. So uh, Gladiator came out, of course. Uh, Spartacus Blood in the Sand is on TV. And if uh, you you ever watched 300 and Gladiator back-to-back and said, man, I want to see a TV series like that, uh, but with more sex, more violence, and just... More of more and, of Lucy Lawless's boobs. And yeah. lower production values. Yeah, and, uh, uh, and, and no shortage of naked guys wrestling around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I actually I, I give it I give it a huge huge thumbs up. Is it really is it good? I haven't it. seen it yeah. yet. No, it's good. It's good. Like past the first the first uh, couple episodes, they kind of you know scale down their focus on the show, which greatly yeah, uh, benefits it, it. You know, first in you know, the first two episodes, it's really you know the, it, the show got sold by you know telling the network, hey, it's going to be like three hundred meets Gladiator meets Rome, the TV series. And it very, very much feels very derivative 300 the first. And the producers, you know, aren't shy of that. But after that, it finds its own voice and its own. You get into it really, really enjoying it. Well, if we can, uh, since it is the Weird Things podcast, uh, the there is an opportunity for crossover with television talk. Uh, AMC is going to be doing The Walking Dead. And if you've never read The Walking Dead comic book series, it is one of the most engaging, uh, hyper-realistic stories set in a post-apocalyptic zombie universe that you could possibly imagine and out of everything on the horizon it's what i'm most excited about very yeah. very optimistic Dude, that's all amc does is line up cool stuff that yeah like, like kind the, of never happens like the prisoner <laughs> well yeah that was kind of disappointing <laughs> but like yeah but they did breaking bad and they do mad men it's like i'm i'm really yeah. cautious oh no optimistic. yeah but they had like they did they did like carter beats the devil that still hasn't happened yeah oh yeah are they still, working on that what's the story there I don't know. We're still waiting on HBO to do uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, dude, I saw some of the photos of that. It looks amazing. They showed the the Throne of Swords. Yeah, I was in. The, I was actually in an agent's office when I heard some of the writers talking about it. <laughs> <sighs> I 
You always brag about do it. that. Oh, I was like, I was like, I'm like so trying not because like they're sitting on the couch next to me. Like I was so trying not to be obviously eavesdropping over there. <laughs> mm, dropping my keys, walking over there. Oh, hey, what's going on? Uh, anyhow, are we, so are we, are we gonna do the book club this episode too? I'm actually writing down stuff to mention or to um, put up there for the book club. Okay. Here is a. Uh, so let's say, Brian, let's say you're going to live a really long life. You did your gladiator combat, you survived, your children have gone old and are moved on and you know, rejuvenated, whatever. You don't have the same sort of material and needs you did before, right? Yes. Okay, you with me here? Yes. Um, you can do literally anything with your body and your DNA, okay? It's possible for people to do this, okay? You can become anything. Yes. Okay? And let's say... Uh, Let's assume, like, I mean, you know, you're going to be married to your wife forever, okay? Uh, but, uh, Aww. okay, <laughs> let's say Bonnie says one day, you know, I want to find out what it's like to be a man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's you know literally, what? it's a 30-minute procedure. <laughs> well, if it is, then I, I tell you, it's like I'm, I, I, I mean, I guess, I guess I'll have to take the leap and become a woman then. It's like... Uh, Oh, she I'm, says, okay. But I'm, she's like, she's she like Brian, to... I didn't ask for that, but yeah, sure. All right. <laughs> she's like, yeah, yeah. She has me make the change and then she just blows me off. And she's like, you're not that attractive as a woman. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to go. She's way cuter. So, <laughs> so like you would, but I'm okay. But like yeah, you, you took that to a, another step there. So like, if she said she first, you're like, you're supportive of that. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, assuming <laughs> assuming that we're still married and in love together, then it's like, yeah. Then 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 to me, the obvious, you know, the obvious thing is, you know, then I I make the flip, and uh, you know, even if I don't totally dig it, then it's like, you know, she wants to experience it, and I'm I'm you know, as uh, as as Dan Savage says, I'm GGG as far as uh, give you know, giving her the experience of you know, she wants to be the man for a while. Hmm. Interesting. So, what if she wants you to stay the man for a while? Oh, I mean, both both men, both men. Because you you, you kind of try to put it. Well, in and also I don't know really like like Brian. Do you find that there is there's a line there that like if you can become a woman, it's it's different than if you were just a man. I don't know because as long as it involves me becoming a woman, then it stays clearly in the realm of of bizarre, weird things, fantasy. But then it's just like mm -hmm. you know, hey Brian, seriously. Would you do a dude? It's like, like that's no, not the no, conversation no. Yeah, I want to have. You're doing your wife. It's just a different way of it getting done. <laughs> All right, look, this is another packaging. <laughs> this is another. It, this instead, is... Of it, instead of it being, you know, synthetic and made of latex, it's real. <laughs> yeah, look, you don't understand. You don't get to ask <laughs> Many me. Many men, I... probably. <laughs> you don't you, you you feel her love. There is nothing. You know, it's like you. it's like all of a sudden the whole show becomes nothing but like like really disgusting scenarios that that are very d uncomfortable hey, for we're Brian. Not but, judging, we're but, not but, judging. But it's like you're know, like, but it's your wife, dude. It's your wife. Would you have oh, sex? Yeah. Would you have sex with a submarine? But I mean, it's your wife. Your wife's well, a submarine. Well, because let me look, backtrack. Because like I was gonna go at it where I was gonna be like, all right, so you meet this really cute girl and you like her and all that. And she's like, by the way, just so you know, up until six months ago, I was a man. Right. But I'm like, all right, you have an out with the fact that you're married. You're like, oh, I'm married to my wife. So, all right. But I'm like, let's make it your wife. Oh, I see. So you were laying a trap from the very beginning. <laughs> I was constructing a well thought through scenario. <laughs> a trap. Okay. Wait, hold on. So you're saying like all of a sudden, let's say I, a man who's not married, meets a girl. I'm really into her. And we live in this future society where you can alter your DNA 
uh, quickly and no, permanently. No, you can't alter the DNA. Like she still has two X chromosomes. But, no, okay, uh, no, no. But I mean, like, like, like the plumbing. Or, or no, X Y. She's X Y. I'm, 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 I have no problem. I have no problem. You can alter the DNA too. Oh, okay, yeah. So the DNA is different. Yeah. Bang a gong. Let's right, get it right, on. All right. Now, how, what if the DNA is not different? What if, what if she's still you like chromosomist? <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. I was ready to go with the other one. Like I was ready to go. Chromosomes are still the same, but all what the if, plumbing what is, if, is, what is what as I want as, just... as I prefer it. Let's let's uh, let's knock this one out of the park. What if it's just just I'm pointing towards center field and I'm ready to hit a home run. What if it's just Andrew in a dress? How about that? (laughs) That'd be hot. Yeah, I know. Please. Hypotheticals? We're talking about? Yeah, he comes over here in the middle of the day. He has a key. He's not shocked by anything he sees anymore. No. So uh, you guys are both very open-minded about that is what you're saying. Well, <laughs> I don't know if it's open-minded. Like, I mean, it, I heard a certain amount of Brian e- was ready eagerness. to get plowed by his wife. And <laughs> yeah, Brian, dress. Brian's ready to chop it off. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and do that on the off chance that is what she's going to want sometime in the future. All right, chop it up now. What? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe it's just me, but like, you know, uh, of those two scenarios where, let's say, I was with a a future wife, and all of a sudden, like that 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 became a possibility where she wanted to become a he, and I had a choice on whether to be a he or or a she. Like, I think I would I would stay a he. I don't know. I would. Really? I think, oh yeah, because like. Literally, my life has been shattered. I need to. I need to hold on to one thing. If there's <laughs> emphasis on the one thing, is yeah. that what you're saying? Well, you know, you know, one and two smaller. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you know, uh, and keep in mind, all this is predicated that this is not any kind of permanent. Because there are, there are, there are husbands and wives where the husband turns to the wife and says, "Guess what." not so interested in being a dude anymore. And it's not like a 30 minute procedure no, where they and, can take and Nazis. That's, and that's, and, and sadly we don't really live in a world where the technology has caught up with where society thinks that it is. Yeah. You know, it's like, you see the headline man has baby, you know? And it's like, well, well, it's a chick not, with a beard. Yeah. It's like, no, no. I mean, socially, you know, we'll treat you however you want to be treated, but it's, it's like really confusing to kids too. Cause they hear that. It's like, no, yeah, it's, but, it's, but by the way, keep in mind, there are women who are full on women who have, uh, X, Y chromosomes. They have oh, yeah, male it, chromosomes. Oh, it's, yeah, it's not a, it's not, it's, it, it, that can, you know, gender is not as clear cut as, you know, we would come there's, like there's to also uh, chimeras where two mm-hmm. fraternal twins, sometimes of different sexes actually fuse into one zygote. And so oh. the the body has different DNA all throughout. It's messed up. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's a lot of weird situations. It's just, it's funny. Cause it's like how postmodernism sort of treats this. There was like an IO nine article that talked about how like, Oh, you know, a man can have a child. And they said, so-and-so they described the man who it was a woman who had a procedure to remove the breasts and has hormones says, Oh, has hormones like a man. Well, it's like, there's a lot more to, you know, being a man than hormones. Yeah, dude, she's got to like yeah. football now. Yeah, there's yeah, push-ups. There's that. There's that. <laughs> wanting to zip line. That's right. So it's like, but you know, Hazy. listen. You know I, what? You maybe, know, maybe treat everybody with respect. Bottom everyone, line. everyone who wants a sex change, maybe should have to like go through some kind of hazing before they can really be called a dude. You know? Yeah. yeah what should they do to him, Brian? <laughs> no, dude, I'm not falling for that trap. Yeah. I just set up the joke. I'm not following through with it. Sure. What do you want to do? You want to get him naked, Brian? <laughs> Tie him down. You know? Yeah. 
<laughs> so uh, we've all agreed that you know we when the technology finally catches up, uh, you you guys have no issue. Uh, yeah, apparently not. Well, I'm not saying I have no issue. I'm saying that I'm betting on my worldview to have adapted. Yeah, to okay. the time. And, so, and you notice that that worldviews do tend to keep pace with technology pretty well. I mean, there's stuff that nowadays we consider commonplace like stuff like uh therapeutic cloning the idea of of you know growing an arm out of the same dna that you have and then just attaching it to you to replace a missing arm that is not horrifying to us at all and we're very excited you know stem cell research whereas only 50 years ago you know was just horrific and monstrous an idea Oh God! Well, just imagine the founding fathers, with the exception of Benjamin Franklin, looking at chat roulette. You know, <laughs> ever Benny Ben Franklin would be into it. He'd Man, be so. Let down. me tell you, I think literally you could time travel Ben Franklin and just just make him <laughs> virtual on the internet, like his brain just sucked in, and there he is on the internet. He would be totally cool. He would be he would be instantly oh, over yeah. on on the the live he, the live cam site. And here, here, uh, here's my observation about Ben Franklin. Uh, you read his, other than some of the, uh, the Scottish Enlightenment philosophers, which influenced him, I challenge you to read anybody else who was writing at that time who speaks more close to how we talk today. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's amazing that this guy can talk across, you know. Time. Oh, yeah, literally, you know, literally Cultures, over, you know, literally, literally appeals. almost 300 years. Well, it's, you know, and, it's interesting because it's like uh, the common view of, of writing quote unquote well is to use fancy long words. But the truth is like, uh, there, there are a lot mm-hmm. of businesses where it's like, no, 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 get it mm-hmm. down to third grade level. Everything yeah. needs yeah. to make sense at the third grade level. And Benjamin Franklin had that ability to take very complex ideas and very succinctly, very appropriately write them to where, to where, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. like, like it survives across the ages. And he, he speaks across the centuries. Helped invent the modern newspaper and the whole modern way of writing. There's, so there's very much a reason why we speak the way we do, and it's not you know, independent of Ben Franklin. It very much has to do with how he saw things. So it's yeah. fascinating. Yeah, he, Franklin's cool. But like you brought up Chat Roulette. And for those of you who don't know, Chat Roulette. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he would, he would be uh, of, of, the, of those who signed the Declaration <laughs> Let me, ex- let me explain it to, our, to, our, to our, those people who aren't familiar with it. Okay. Um, whenever you say certain things like Florida equals crazy and Russia probably equals the Florida of the world. Yeah. And so you have a 17-year-old Russian kid comes up with a brilliant idea, says, you know what would be fun? Imagine doing a video chat, but with some random person. And if you want, you click a button, it goes next to the next person. So you just go through like Russian roulette, of course. You just keep clicking through until you find somebody you want to talk to. And it's now this phenomenon, (laughs) those of you haven't heard of it, chat roulette. It's a website. I have not been there because I'm afraid to go there. (laughs) And much like Russian roulette, chat roulette can also sometimes end with a shot to the face. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, little known fact about chat roulette, it actually began as a thought experiment on the Russian version of the Weird Things podcast. It was True a dare that, yeah. originally. Yeah. Duh, duh. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we franchised out. Um, I've been on it. I've spent some time on, on the chat So what did you see, Justin? Well, uh, I, saw, <laughs> I saw something that somebody would have to alter through future DNA experimentation as my first uh, random screen. Um, and then I literally, I guess, I'm not the kind of face that people want to randomly talk to. So it was a lot of like, next, 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 next. Except for one kid who looked like he was in some sort of college dorm room who looked at me for long enough to scream terrorist before hitting next. Um, 
But other other than that, that was pretty much my chat roulette well, experience. Well, just so you don't feel, I read an article by a columnist at Wired Magazine, and uh, uh, she pointed out, she said that she she had the same thing happen to her. Where people And I, I'm like, well, what does she look like? Turns out, quite an attractive woman. Yeah, pretty cute, pretty cute. Yeah. Cute enough. Let's yeah. just say cute enough. But what it was, it was for her case, it was teenagers want to talk to other teenagers. And yeah. so you get, a, you get a ton of 15-year-old girls, they want to talk to 15-year-old guys. So... That's that's right, so I have a scenario for you, Andrew. It's mm-hmm. March 2nd, 2028. All right. <laughs> and you have the opportunity to go back, travel back to the year 2010. Think of all the things that have gone wrong over the last mm-hmm. 18 years, all the wars that have happened, all the policy decisions that you wish could be undone. You have the opportunity to shape the minds of the future. However, your only conduit to the past is through chat roulette. <laughs> so, so you're in the future <laughs> and, and so and so at first you start communicating and it's nothing but people going weirdo freak uh, <laughs> you know, lose the robes weirdo. oh my god Brian, that's awesome because like you know there's a couple movies where they have like the transmission that comes backwards through time and it yeah. would be awesome to go take that and put that into a feed on chat <laughs> <laughs> and like just, and, and have a counter people. number of times people ignored message from the future warning of impending <laughs> you know what God, I just thought, like, wouldn't it be really funny if you just took all of the uh scenes from avatar where jake sully is like recording his experiences right. and you just have that as the feed on chat roulette you know what well, I, I, do, me- but I, I just love the idea of brian's idea though like let's find out oh, yeah. how, how, how viable of a means of communication for warning the world it makes me want to dress up like in in white sheets and have like white backgrounds and just really like modern day just try to convince people i'm from the future and that I have important Ryan, information have you, for them. Have, have you seen what's been going on? Okay, my there's a blog called chatroulette.tumblr. That's T-U-M-B-L-R.com. And I would say that collectively, we're pretty funny. We can think of funny. I'm not saying we're funny. I'm like, oh, we're so funny. But we, we, we can come up with some funny scenarios, okay? Occasionally, yeah. we strike we strike gold. Yeah, or silver, okay? Maybe bronze. <laughs> but anyhow, on that blog, you'll see photos posted from gags that people are doing to other people on there. And, like, I watched this. I looked at some of these photos of just, like, you know, you know, you know I, I don't know if this was on there or not, but, like, you know, somebody has a Kermit the Frog puppet, and you'll click through there, and Kermit is, like, pleasuring himself. With, there's a box of Kleenexes there, <laughs> okay? Oh and there's stuff on there I go, it is so clever, so smarter than anything. I'd be like, let me bring my gags here. And I'm like, oh. By the way, I'm already on there looking, and the first thing I find is a conversation that says, Stranger, hello, nice girl. You, hi, you, nice grandma. Stranger, no, grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think my, the, my favorite one was there was like a, a Chucky face and a Saw doll face, and they're just looking at each other, and the one says to the other, Well, this is awkward. <laughs> Um, anyway, so, so no, chat roulette, I think, so do, do you think you'd be able to save humanity if, if Brian's just on there or Andrew's on there just screaming, Alexander Maximilian will be born on October 2nd, 2011. <laughs> this cannot happen. Uh, uh, it's, it's frightening to a warning, just, uh, any younger people who should not be listening to this, uh, it, it is, you'll see a number of criminal acts on there, um. And just about anything somebody can do in their own home by themselves or with objects around them or possibly animals will probably happen at some point. Yes. 
It is. It is literally in one way. It's like in some ways you go, is this a window into the future? Is this what it's going to be like? But then you think about like in the 1990s, a lot of people got their weird out on the Internet. And then most of us learned how to kind of behave. But we all had the uh, net, the anonymity of chat rooms and, uh-huh. and fake avatars and stuff. It's This is sort of taking it to the next level where it's like, I'm going to be weird to your face. Yeah. Well, well this is just one of those this is one of those things with the internet where or society in general, like it's as as if somebody buys the abandoned building and they go in to renovate it and they find out that hobos have been using it to gamble and shoot heroin for years and one of those people in there was the old mayor. Like, you know, it was just it's just some segment of society that has the light of day shown upon it. We realize, wow, people are weird. Yeah. Wow. There is some weird stuff that goes through people's heads and some of it's bizarre and some of it's funny. And some of it is like the thing with the raccoon on that website. By the way, that's one of the, I kind of am going through these looking at them live. And it's like, it's, it's, it reminds me of kind of that burning man thing where it's like, people are getting dressed up. They have these bizarre scenarios worked out in their head that they want to act out for random people. Uh, I don't know. As hideous. It's it's Halloween. It's it's, 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 it's Halloween, Halloween every day, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And Halloween with no rules. <laughs> yeah, right? Or, or so, appropriateness. Like, it's a crazy... Oh, my God. There's some creepy stuff here, too. All right, all right, all yeah. right. So, we're going to live in... It, the world is heading towards this place where, you know, your freak flag can be as flown as highly as you want. Identity is going to be an interesting question. You see this, you know, how do people choose to express their identity? What are they? And, you know, the thing, too, that I had this conversation with Justin today is that, you know, some people worry about, like, oh, you know, video and all this stuff. And these kids these days, it's going to come back to haunt them, the photos of them drunk and all this. Well, you know, I'm going to say within the next five years, we're really not going to believe anything. You know, I've seen the photoshops of you and Justin. I beg your pardon, sir. (laughs) They weren't photoshops. I apologize. It was real love. Yeah. (laughs) You know, the, you, it's it's very easy for anybody to, uh, you know, like I had this, you know, I had this joke. It's like you see these ads that are like, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, you know, enlarge in, in your junk ads, you know? Yeah. It's like, you yeah. know, learn how to enlarge your junk or whatever like that. And I'm thinking it's like, you know, what would be great is like, I'm going to put an ad up like that and you're going to click through and it's going to take you to an Amazon link to buy Photoshop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, awesome. but anyhow, uh, it's the best way. Fast, really works fast. It's any size you want. But we're gonna get to this point. Like I told you, like, there's gonna be like a website where I'm gonna just send your photo to the website, and it's gonna make a 3D model of your head, and I can put your head onto any porn star I want, and create a very realistic porn video of you doing whatever I want. Make it as a you doing what Jenna Hayes is doing. <laughs> Lord, that's disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> you may have ruined Jenna Hayes for me for quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, but yeah, literally doing that. We have that technology now. You know, it can be done using a lot of computers, but it's going to get to the point where it's going to get easier and easier to do that. So, you know, if I say, oh, my God, there's this there's this video of Justin with like three 500 pound women, you know, in a in, a, in an ox. Uh, you'll be like, oh, OK, yeah, I, I've seen that. The ju- no, no, I saw it with my friend. You know, they did it to him, too. No, you, you won't. You won't care so so you think though that andrew that the the photorealistic uh you know fudging tools will get better than our ability to detect the oh, use of those tools? absolutely there will absolutely reach a point when your ability to to spot a fake i mean you you can you might be able to spot a fake but you won't be, you you won't necessarily be able to spot an authentic 
You know, if I say, oh, look at Justin, somebody could say no. If they can't tell that it's fake, it doesn't mean that it's not fake. Yeah. You know, I'm saying it's like I can have a, a you know, uh, uh, you know, when it was Oscar de la Hoya, you know, the photos of him. Oh, oh good okay. Lord. Do you see those, Brian? No, no, I have not. I have no idea what you're oh, talking everybody, about. Everybody, everybody just go ahead and Google Oscar de la Hoya. Uh, photos. You know what? Sure in, in the interest of not ruining the podcast, I will not do that right now. Right. Yeah. Well, basically, for those who don't know, Oscar De La Hoya is a famous boxer. Uh, and let's just say that there is some very uh, photographic evidence that suggests he has a pastime that includes uh, submission in the, uh, the the care of a. These are uh, photoshopped or not photoshopped? York. Well, he claims they're photoshopped. Um, <laughs> you know. They they don't seem photoshopped. I don't know. <laughs> they they don't have any of the hallmarks of a photo. And so when he claimed they're photoshopped, all the photoshop experts were like, mm, it doesn't look photoshopped. <laughs> and and so that's but you you know, we're getting to a point where eventually it's going to be you won't be able to definitively say, No, this is authentic. You yeah. Know, you can spot a fake, you know, if something's fake, you can you can definitively say when something's a fake if it's faked and they leave the traces, but if it's a really, really good fake you know, and, and people know what they're doing, you can't, you know, it's really, really hard. And, you know, that did, but you're, and we're going to get to that point where, you know, any, so I'm, so one of my point is you're not going to believe anything unless you see it yourself in real time. Yeah, yeah. But even then you won't believe it. Cause how soon is it until that's the new filter where you have real time 3d mapping technology that maps on enlargements or reductions or whatever. All right. So I think we're gonna get to the point that, Basically, we're not going to believe anything. And then you can be as freaky and weird as you want. And I think then eventually everybody's going to kind of settle down. It's going to be like college. You know, those four years of college where you drink as much as you want, you sleep with whoever you want, and do these sort of crazy things. We're going to have like 40 years. So what you're saying is like everyone will have enough skeletons in their closet that none of this will mean anything anymore. Well, I think, yeah, there's going to be just enough there. I mean, between what Andrew's talking about and the fact that, you know, we're just going to live in a world where everybody's sexted and everybody's, you know, that these impulses... That we act on when we're kids are going to be so uh, prevalent. Yeah, and, I, and I, I don't know. I'm, I'm tempted to disagree because, like, I, we can all agree uh, Barack Obama won with a comfortable margin uh, for president. Uh, would he have if if take a random image if he'd, from if this, he'd from smoked, this chat? If he'd smoked, well, no, if he'd, not, if, he'd, not if, he'd, if he'd smoked pot. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no drugs. Yeah, saying, we went, we went, we went from uh, an election where whether or not somebody inhaled mattered to. The fact that he admitted he snorted coke in his book, and that was just kind of glossed over, you know, uh, and not talked about. Yeah, as I don't think no, it there should. There ain't no photos that are quite as hilarious as what I'm looking at here on the chat roulette Tumblr. But my my point is that we are they're hilarious because they're on even on some level new or titillating to us. Where I so think you're saying at some point we we're going to be bored of seeing somebody dressed up as we, we, we're already seeing it. Yeah. I mean, how many how many uh, celebrities? Have have come out and had you know yeah. like sexting and, and, things that don't get the play that they first ones. And I'm gonna say it's like Brian, we're gonna point where I can say, hey, go check out this website. And you know, you, the website like you type in somebody's name, you send it to a friend. They did this for Dexter, and it's like you know, it makes it look like the serial killers, like the news report, right? You know, remember it was brilliant. So like you know, for those of you who don't know, they did this promo for Dexter. It was a great way to freak out young women. Uh, you'd send them this link and check out this news report, and this video would play of like some local news somewhere, and they're talking about like how a serial killer's on the loose, and it would start describing like, oh, he's but if you know, they you send a woman named Rebecca, it's like, oh, his, his victims have all been named Rebecca, aged the age of the, you know, whatever age they are, and describing this person. It was you know disturbing, but I'll also like, oh, Brian Brushwood, and it'll pull up forty photos of you from Google, and it'll 
create a composite of that. It'll have it do whatever I want. Man, you're just making me want to jump on chat roulette now. <laughs> and what do you want to do on chat roulette for the I, people? I don't even Ooh. know. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, here, do we do we want to do book club? Yeah, let's do book club. Let's do book club. Uh, Brian, go ahead. You know what? We mentioned, uh, actually, let me say it again. Start, start me off again. Brian, let's do book club. What is your <laughs> book that you're reading? The book that's the book that's in front of you on your book stand. Well, actually, right now I'm reading a, an audiobook uh, from Michael Shermer. How do, how do you how do you read an audiobook, Brian? Well, do you have somebody transcribe it for you? So you can... <laughs> <laughs> Are you still reading the chat roulette blog, Brian? No, I'm actually <laughs> I'm trying to give a, a long enough pause that you won't use any of this. Uh. <clears throat> I mean, what do you say? You say, oh, I'm listening to... No, I, you say I, reading. You say reading, and then we, who also will say I'm reading it, will make fun of you. And then when I say I'm reading an audiobook, you make fun of me. It's the yeah, way but, it works. But, yeah, but then, but then it won't matter because you've already soiled the joke. All right, all right. <clears throat> all right, I cannot highly recommend enough The Walking Dead. It's a comic book, uh, independent comic book from... Uh, I, forget, I, I think Image Comics is the folks who put it out. But the guy who wrote it uh, basically posits after... The uh, the horror movie ends after the oh oh crap they're zombies ends. What happens to society when everything's torn to crap? And it is some of the most fascinating character studies. Uh, the stuff that happens is brutal. It's emotional. It it sweeps you up into the world, and you can get the complete first edition compendium, which is the first I don't know like you know thirty forty fifty sixty episodes uh, issues all in one giant paperback book and i think uh, andrew you were saying that it was on amazon for only like 37 bucks yeah highly recommended and and it's supposed to be an amc show coming out here soon very cool very cool justin um all right i was afraid to talk they're getting like, moving it's like a dinosaur yeah. is trying to that. i'm like for what, what are you doing yeah i don't know there's some in in the in the uh, airtight uh lofty confines of the itrix headquarters uh there's some some peripheral noise here like that? It's like a brontosaurus What the hell is that? I don't even know. The walls are like shaking. <laughs> Can you hear that? Is there blood coming from the walls? I have no idea. <laughs> You're gonna um, die. All right. Uh, audiobook um, that I'm reading, quote unquote, uh, or read last week. Um, Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell. Uh, I will say this that it is four eight-hour files you download from audible.com. As soon as you get past the first eight hours where both title characters are introduced, it's uh, it's, it's really cool, pretty interesting. If you're into fantasy uh, sort of stuff, which I, it's not necessarily my bread and butter, I definitely uh, enjoyed it, but I would recommend picking it up and taking a listen. Very cool. I... Uh... I've been listening to an audiobook, which I've enjoyed very much, and it's by probably one of my favorite modern sci-fi authors, and that is Peter F. Hamilton. And I think I've mentioned him before. He's done several series, and uh, the latest series that he's doing right now is about this, it's called The Dreaming Void. And he does sci-fi, most of it, he's done sci-fi that's a little more contemporary, but this stuff takes place in the far, far, far future. And so it's it's post-singularity, all of that, and 
kind of, it's a very interesting look at what would the world be like, you know, what would the universe be like at some point when, you know, getting relifed and coming back from the dead is just second hat, you know, when we're colonizing other planets, when you can live as long as you want, when you have artificial intelligence and you're gone out far enough to actually talk to aliens, what would, what are the conflicts and dramas going to be then? And it's really, it's really fascinating because it's, in some ways it's space opera, but it's really held together by the personalities of the people involved. And he has characters that you follow their their storylines over thousands of years and they evolve and change and sometimes people are villains and sometimes they come back as good guys or people you're not quite sure of their motives. So the the premises involve, you know, these very kind of galactic level things, but the st- <laughs> Power through, power <laughs> through. I just cut my audio. I just wanted to make sure you're still there. Uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, ultimately, though, it's 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 very it's very compelling. So I've very much. I just finished the first one in the new series and moving on to the next. I'm in the middle of the second book, and the third one doesn't come out until December, which is a frustrating aspect of print media. So there we go. Yes, there is where we go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, another weird things in the books. It's been weird. Want to email in a suggestion or scenario for the next Weird Things podcast? Email weirdthingsmail at gmail.com. <laughs>